Hey there, welcome back to our 40-day spiritual journey. I, I'm sorry I was a bit behind on day six, but it is titled, Life is a Temporary Assignment. Our scripture is Psalms 39, verse 4. Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered and that my life is fleeting away. Psalms 119 and 19 says, I am here on earth for just a little while. Life on earth is a temporary assignment. The Bible is full of metaphors that teach about the brief temporary transit nature of life on earth. Life is described as a mist, a fast runner, a breath, and a wisp of smoke. The Bible says, for we were born but yesterday. Our days on earth are as transient as a shadow. To make the best use of life, you must never forget two truths. First, compared with eternity, life is extremely brief. And second, earth is only a temporary residence. You won't be here long, so don't get too attached. Ask God to help you see life on earth as he sees it. David prayed, Lord, help me to realize how brief my time on earth will be. Help me to know what I am here for, but a moment more. Repeatedly, the Bible compares life on earth to temporary living in a foreign country. This is not your permanent home or final destination. You're just passing through, just visiting earth. The Bible uses terms like alien, pilgrim, foreigner, stranger, visitor, and traveler to describe our brief stay on earth. David said, I am but a foreigner here on earth. And Peter explained, if you all call God your father, live your time as temporary residents on earth. In California, where I live, many people have moved from other parts of the world to work here, but they keep their citizenship with their home country. They are required to carry a visitor registration card called a green card, which allows them to work here even though they aren't citizens. Christians should carry spiritual green cards to remind us that our citizenship is in heaven. God says his children are to think differently about life from the way unbelievers do. All they think about is this life here on earth. But we are citizens of heaven, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. Real believers understand that there is far more to life than just the few years we live here on this planet. Your identity is in eternity, and your homeland is heaven. When you grasp this truth, you will stop worrying about having it all on earth. God is very blunt about the danger of living for the here and now and adopting the values, priorities, and lifestyles of this world around us. When we flirt with the temptations of this world, God calls it spiritual adultery. The Bible says you're cheating on God if all you want is your own way. Flirting with the world every chance you get, you end up in the enemy's camp. And then you become an enemy of God and against his ways. Imagine if you were asked by your country to be an ambassador to an enemy nation. You would probably have to learn a new language and adapt to some customs and culture differences in order to be polite and to accomplish your mission. As an ambassador, you would not be able to isolate yourself from the enemy. To fulfill your mission, you would have to have contact and relate to them. 
But suppose you became so uncomfortable or so comfortable with this foreign country that you fell in love with it, preferring it to your homeland. Your loyalty and commitment would change. Your role as an ambassador would be compromised. Instead of representing your home country, you would start acting like the enemy. You'd be a traitor. The Bible says we are Christ's ambassadors. Sadly, many Christians have betrayed their king and his kingdom. They have foolishly concluded that because they live on earth, it's their home. It's not. The Bible is clear. Friends, this world is not your home. So don't make yourselves cozy in it. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. God warns us to not get too attached to what's around our soul. Do not get too attached to what's around our spirit. Because all is temporary. He goes on to say, friends, this world once again is not your home. So don't make yourselves too comfortable. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. God warns us to not get too attached to what's around us because it is also temporary. We're told those in frequent contact with the things of this world should make good use of them without becoming attached. For this world and all it contains will soon pass away. Compared with other centuries, life has never been easier for much of the Western world. We are constantly entertained, amused, and catered to. With all the fascinating attractions, mesmerizing media, and enjoyable experience available today, it is easy to forget that the pursuit of happiness is not what life is about. Only as we remember that life is a test, a trust, and a temporary assignment will the appeal of these things lose their grip on our lives. We are preparing for something even better. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see now will last forever. The fact that earth is not our ultimate home explains why, as followers of Jesus, we experience difficulty, sorrows, and rejection in this world. It also explains why some of God's promises seem unfulfilled, some prayers seem unanswered, and some circumstances seem unfair. This is not the end of the story. In order to keep us from becoming too attached to the earth, God allows us to feel a significant amount of discontentment and dissatisfaction in life, longing that will never be fulfilled on this side of eternity. We're not completely happy here because we're not supposed to be. Earth is not our final home. We are created for something much better. A fish would never be happy living on land because it was made for water. A eagle would never feel satisfied if it, was, if it wasn't allowed to fly. You will never feel completely satisfied on earth because you were made for more. You will have happy moments here, but nothing compared with what God has planned for you. Realizing that life on earth is just a temporary assignment should radically alter your values. Eternal values, not temporary ones, should become the deciding factors for your decisions. As C.S. Lewis observed, all that is not eternal is eternally useless. 
The Bible says we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. It is a fatal mistake to assume that God's goals for your life is material prosperity or popular success as the world defines it. The abundant life has nothing to do with material abundance and faith and faithfulness to God does not guarantee success in a career or even in ministry. Never focus on temporary crowns. Paul was faithful, yet he ended up in prison. John the Baptist was faithful, but yet he was beheaded. Millions of faithful people have been martyred, have lost everything, or have come to the end of life with nothing to show for it. But the end of life is not the end. In God's eyes, the greatest heroes of faith are not those who achieve prosperity, success, and power in this life, but those who treat this life as temporary assignments and serve faithfully, expecting the promised reward in eternity. The Bible says this about God's hall of fame. All these great people died in faith. They did not get the things that God promised his people, but they saw them coming far in the future and were glad. They said they were like visitors and strangers on earth. They were waiting for better, a better country, a heavenly country. So God is not ashamed to be called their God because he was prepared, he was prepared and he prepared them a city. Your time on earth is not the complete story of your life. You must wait until heaven for the rest of the chapters. It takes faith to live on earth as a foreigner. An old story is often repeated of a retiring missionary coming home to America on the same boat as the President of the United States. Cheering crowds and military band, a red carpet, banners, and media welcomed the President home, but the missionary slipped off the ship unnoticed. Feeling self-pity and resentment, he began complaining to God. Then God gently reminded him, but my child, you're not home yet. You will not be in heaven two seconds before you cry out. Why did I place so much importance on things that were so temporary? What was I thinking? Why did I waste so much time, energy, and concern on what wasn't going to last? When life gets tough, when you're overwhelmed with doubt, or when you wonder if living for Christ is worth the effort, remember that you are not home yet. At death, you won't leave home, you'll go home. That was so good, so, so good. I hope that helps us shift our perspective because I truly think that we have such a hard time understanding the concept of eternity versus time. I think we have such a hard time understanding the concept of faith, true faith in the Father. We have such a hard concept or understanding of the concept of our roles here on earth. And it's just because we've been raised on earth. I mean, we've literally been raised with the example that this is what it is and all of the things that we've seen others chase, chase after, all of the things that we've seen some successful at, all of the things we've seen others ascertain or obtain or 
or complete has really given us the idea that that's what this life is about. And I really think that God wants our perspective shift, especially through this 40-day journey, that we will begin to be grateful for the things that God has blessed us with. And we continue to desire to be the best that we can be while we're here. It's okay to desire and have goals. It's okay to desire and accomplish things. But it's accomplishing them so that we're not considered lazy or we're not considered um, poor stewards over the talents and the gifting that God has given us. But it shouldn't be our end-all, tell-all. It should just be a part of our story. Today, we see so many worried about social media. We see so many worried about popularity. We see so many looking at success at how much wealth or how much people know them or how many followers or likes that they have. They, they predicate all of these indicators as success. And if none of these are at a certain level or plateau as those that they follow, then there's a sense of depression or failure. There's a sense of lost identity. And God is trying to change that perspective. Our identity is in the Father. Our legacy should be on what we're doing for the kingdom of God and how we've been effective in the kingdom here on earth. What souls and lives have we affected for the better? What have we changed to take back the dominion of the kingdom of God from the enemy? What steps have we taken to be conquerors here on earth through the authority of Holy Spirit? Can we answer those questions with excitement on our face? Can we list the things that we've done for the Father to take back dominion? Do we know what mountain of influence we stand on? What demographic we're called to serve? What vehicle we're to use to serve them? If we can't answer those very basic questions, I would just encourage you to go back to basics, your first love, the Father. Seek Holy Spirit on that invitation that he extended to you so long ago. And then chase after him until you find yourself stuck dab in the middle of purpose and destiny. On day six, thinking about my purpose, our point to ponder is, this world is not my home. Our verse to remember is 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Our question to consider How should the fact that life on earth is just a temporary assignment change the way I am living right now? I hope that this blessed you as much as it blessed me. Until tomorrow, bye for now.